Here we go, guys. It's that time again. Another episode of the What the Fartlet podcast. Series 7 is drawing to a close, but we show no signs of slowing down. And as ever, we take this opportunity at the top of the hour to talk about some of the amazing companies that make up our awesome running community. Uh, remember, this is not paid advertising, folks. It's just good products and good people that we think are doing good things and we want to turn your attention onto. Now, this week, we are kicking it back to the old school as we go back to Series 6, Episode 13, Get Vic Owens and her company We Run Bright. Now, We Run Bright are a small company run by Vic alongside Gav who do everything themselves. That's from creating and designing all the way to the actual printing of the tops and the posting of them out to you. They're all about inclusiveness and believe that running is for everybody. Sizes range from 2XS to 5XL and they also have a junior range. They'll personalize tops for you so if you want your name or your Instagram handle on it, they'll do that for you as well. The tops are colorful, they're bright, they're mood boosting and they are designed to help you feel great on every single run now if you want to check them out and i know that you do you just need to head over to www.werunbright.co.uk or find them on instagram at we run bright if you find something that you like then make sure you tell them we sent you use the code wtf15 for 15 percent off that code is valid until the 8th of august it does include sale items club charity tops that kind of thing but everything else in the range is eligible for discount and we think you are going to love it uh big shout out to we run bright big love to them doing great things um and uh we're very very happy to be working with them on this episode and with that being said uh, i feel like i should insult matt to get the episode going but um it's pretty close to midnight on thursday and um i think i just need to get on with it so uh hit the music are you a lone groupie and do you enjoy your run? Like to take it easy, you're shooting up like a gun. Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be. So welcome to the world of both like run community. If you're 17, 25, push it in your tail. Come along, join us, this is the place for you. Welcome to the world of both like run community. Welcome to the world of both like run community. Uh, Matthew. Hello, Robert. Um, do you know in the dictionary? Yeah. Do you know next to the phrase "fly by the seat of your pants"? Right. Yeah. There'd be a Go picture. On. There'd be a picture of me and you this week. <laughs> Agreed. It's twenty. It's thirty-six minutes past nine on uh, on Wednesday evening. Yeah. This episode will be scheduled for one a.m. on Thursday. So mm. that's in. Three and a half hours, <laughs> and uh, we're only just starting recording. We like to leave, leave it late in case we get any last-minute runs in, and you know all that sort of good stuff. That never happens, to be honest, does it? <laughs> Let's be honest, there's never a last-minute. I was chatting to some lads at work about the uh, podcast, and they're like, what, "Why are you doing a running podcast?" And I says, "Why? What's so? Because you never fucking run." <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, I mean they're right. You can't you can't argue that, can you? Um, just fact. <laughs> Uh, okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Series 7, Episode 10 of the What the Fartlet Podcast. My name's Rob. Good I'm Matt. And, uh, yeah, uh, we're just terribly unprofessional, aren't we? Uh, mm. But that's fine, that's fine. Uh, why don't you tell everyone what's on the show today? We've got a good one. We have, we have, yes. So it's usual nonsense. How's your week? Which is probably going to be about 10 seconds long on my behalf. Uh, part run chats with Ben and Emma. Uh, we've got Lanky Legs Keeps Running, Ed Roberts coming in to share his story. 
Um, part run league update with the latest challenge that might shake up the tables a little bit. Ooh, it's a good one. Spoiler alert. Uh, roll calls and then the thank yous. Ooh, thank you. Well, let's get straight into it then, buddy, because I've still got to edit and, fit and export and upload this episode. <laughs> and I want to go to bed soon. I've been I've been up since six o'clock this morning at work. So um, how's your week been? Um, moving on. You, we can carry on. on the Is that bad? Yeah, no, we uh, we uh, it, it wasn't too bad. I've I've cycled to and from work every every day. Not me much running. I've done a bit of running tonight, uh, refereeing, kind of run walking type thing. So that's about the running I did. We did junior park run at the weekend, which I've got a, a, a horrible story. <laughs> you didn't you didn't do junior park run though, did you? Uh, why don't you tell? I, I could everybody... have probably got away with doing junior park run. To be honest, you could have. Yeah, just shaved. Um, why don't you tell everybody what happened to you at junior park run this week? Do I, do I have to? It's. Uh, yeah. I wanted the I wanted the ground to swallow me up. Let's put it that way. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all, right, all right, sit sit down, people. Sit down. Yeah. Grab, grab, story time with Uncle Matt. Grab yourself a beverage, get comfy, because you're about to hear just another example of why Matt is a clinical moron. <laughs> Foot firmly in mouth. Continue. Yeah, yeah so uh, I was on marshalling duties at uh, Olympic Legacy Junior Park Run uh, over in Sheffield uh, with Rob. He was at a different marshal point. I was at marshal point two. Mm-hmm. Um doing the usual cheering and, and you know, helping people along and so giving them a bit of encouragement. Come on, guys. Well done. You're doing well. Keep it up. Great running. All that fucking you chuckling in the back. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. <laughs> uh, the first lap went round. Um, obviously, on Marshall Point 2, so they were quite bunched up and gathered all, all, all grouped together. And it got to the second lap and the fast guys went past and usual, usual cheers. Well done, guys. Doing great. Awesome, awesome running. <laughs> why, why are you laughing every time I say guys? I'm not, I, because I know what's coming. Continue. And uh, this uh, this uh, this parent turned around the corner with his two children. One had a nice uh, nice long ponytail in, long blonde hair. And the other one had a, a nice long uh, head of hair, but in a bob. And I thought I'd mix it up a bit, and I, I, I said, I shouted, "Well done, girls! You can do it, girls! Awesome running! Well done!" <laughs> I think I said "girls" three times. <laughs> then what happened, Mark? <laughs> the, 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 the dad of the two children uh, gave me a little bit of a look, turned around to his child, and went, "Come on, Arthur! Good running!" <laughs> Arthur. <laughs> Arthur. You should have stuck to guys. You oh, should have stuck God. to guys. Mate, I, I mean... I, I apologised and... Oh, I, didn't, <laughs> I, didn't, uh, I walked to the finish line hoping I wouldn't see the man again. <laughs> oh, my days, mate. What a... Oh, no, that... No, poor, yeah, it's, a, it's an sorry. honest mistake. It was an it's honest mistake. It's an honest mistake. Um... But mm. it is it is funny. Poor Arthur. <laughs> to, to, be, to be fair though, Arthur did have a lovely head of hair. He <laughs> did. He did. Bless him. Um, but fair play. Uh, there you go. Hey dear. Not <laughs> uh, gender neutral terminology yes. from now on, Matthew. I think is the lesson there. 
It is. It should, it should be. It should be. But I, I suppose people could get to a bit upset about shouting guys all the time. I suppose, but could do. Could do. Mm. It's a bit of a minefield now, isn't it? I mean, it I, is, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you were a little bit panicky, weren't you? Like, oh my god, does this yeah. make me a bad person? It yeah, yeah. does not. It's a mistake, and you know, little boy with longer thinking he might be a girl. Yeah. It mm. just happens. It's been it's yeah. happened for years and years, and it's just a funny story that his dad was like, yeah, because it, it's, it's funny because it happened to me. That's why it's funny. It's funny because it happened to you, but also Arthur's like a very masculine name, isn't it? Yeah. So that's that's like, <laughs> that's like oh god, Arthur. Yeah, no, there is no, there is no, there is no gender. There is no like question with her whether that is a, a boy's name yeah. or a girl's name is the little yeah. Arthur. Um, but no, you know you're right. You are right because there is there is that moment of panic of um, yeah. And, and you know there's all all shapes and sizes and types of people in the world and mm-hmm. yeah, you know, gender fluidity and all that kind of thing. And you do panic a little bit that you're saying the wrong thing. But I don't worry, mate. It's just a funny story. I'm sure. I'm sure they laughed about it afterwards. Um, there you go. There you go. It's just the look that I can see it now. The look that they're like he's like he's like look look me in the eyes and just, as he's, as he's shouting his son dead in the eyes. Come on, Arthur, good running. Oh, mate, you apologised. You apologised. It's an honest mistake. An honest mistake to make. Uh, but uh, folk, other than I'm going to go with folk from now on. Come along, folk. folk. Well done, folk. Come on, folk. Come on, ducks. Pets. Be mm. just be just go super Yorkshire. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's no, fine. Uh, it was a good, good, good morning out. Otherwise, wasn't it? The lads ran. Was, uh, yeah. Isaac, Harry, Isaac managed the PB. He ran off from uh, from my daughter. Um, yeah. Harry, and, and Harry, Harry was on for a PB until he got distracted <laughs> by an inflatable pig. Looked a pig. Yes, that was fun. Um, absolute. <laughs> just be more Harry. That's my motto. <laughs> that's my motto. Doesn't matter how serious you take in life. Yes. An inflatable pig shows up in your path. You've got to stop to pet it. Yes. Love stop it. and stop and appreciate the finer things in life. Be more Harry. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we had a good time, didn't we? Uh, that wasn't you. my that wasn't my only uh, parkrun excursion of the weekend. I uh, I went to Anchon Parkrun. Well done. Valley Parkrun. It was in Brig. I, I can't remember yeah. what it was called. To be honest, McPaul took me. A nice uh, fast fast flat one. It was a fast flat one. I managed my quickest 5k since the 8th of January. Awesome, awesome stuff, man. That not bad, not bad. Got to take the wins where you get them. Um, mm-hmm. to be honest, I was I was really flying. Uh, someone had said to me um at the start with the first timers brief, and the guy said to me, it's just an out and back. It's alongside the it's on a canal towpath. And he said, listen, the only thing that'll get you is that it's flat as a pancake. It's a good PB course. Two two and a half k out, two and a half k back. He said the only thing that'll get you is the wind. He said mm. if the wind's blowing the wrong way it'll impact you more than you know and I was like nah there's loads of trees I'll be fine and in my head because I'm cocky I set off and I'm thinking I'm flying here mm. and I was looking at me splits and I was running quicker than I've run in a, in a, in, a, in a while first two kilometers and I'm like oh, here we go I'm, I'm on for this time <laughs> I was thinking I'm gonna go sub 23 I've not gone sub 23 in ages this is great. What, I'd, of course, what I'd completely forgotten is the fact that this guy told me that the wind plays a big part, and the wind <laughs> was behind me the whole way. So it wasn't that I was running fast; the wind was just carrying me forward. Yeah. And then as soon as I must have lost about a minute on the way back because the wind just bumped in my face. Turn around. Oof. <laughs> yeah, and there was. Uh, I was really lucky actually because there was a very kind man who uh, got in front of me oh. just after. I, I struggled. I got about three four hundred meters and i was really slowing down and he could tell and he got in front of me and he just blocked the wind for me the whole way 
Nice. He, he, did, he didn't run off on me at all. And it, you know what? It was one of those moments that was like, what a, what a really good... Because he knew what he was doing. He knew exactly mm. what he was doing. He was he, he, he was he was convoying and leading. And then the idea... And then I, I went to go round him. And as I went round him at about 4K, he was like, well done, mate. You've got this. So it's like, you knew what you were doing. You knew that you were... You, you were giving me a little bit of, a, of an advantage it's such a nice thing to do and I said I'm going to get in front of you um, I'll take the wind off you for a bit and I got yeah. in front of him and then he just and then I just heard him go no go on go on and mm. and, and, and let me go so wow. what, what a, just, just a thoroughly nice bloke didn't get it yeah. make sure make sure I went over and shook his hand at the end but if by some slim chance he's he's, uh, he's listening then um, thank you very much you've restored my faith in it's people always, it's always good it's always good when stuff like that happens I, I remember on track and stuff you used to take laps and stuff each and it's just, it just mm. helps you along doesn't it it's just yeah it pierces you and it gives you a, gives you a bit of a boost Awesome. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, yeah, so that was nice. Uh, really good. Uh, we got a really nice uh, cup of coffee afterwards. Got to have a good catch up McPaul. It's about an hour's drive each way, so I've got a good, good chance to shoot the breeze with McPaul, one of my favourite people in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we did, we did that, and uh, and yeah, that was. To be honest, that's the only running I've really done. It's been a hectic week mm. in the old Hitchmore house. You you ran you ran home from uh, from Junior Park run as well. I did, I did, yeah. On Sunday, that ran to. I was just running to Costa, really, replace the <laughs> calories with a with a coffee. Um, but that was that was fine. That was good. Um, found a nice little three and a half mile route from Junior Park Run to home. So that might become a bit of a regular. And yeah, it was. It's just like just like it always has been. It's just going out, running what I feel comfortable running, enjoying running with people. Good, yeah. good times, man. Good times. Um, and then looking forward to uh, hopefully a bit of parkrun this weekend because we know what the challenge is going to be and it's a mm-hmm. big one and it's an exciting one. So I'm going to try my very, very best to get involved in it. Uh, uh, I'm, I don't want to spoil it, but uh, I'm, I'm working again. You just you just have contributed nothing to this tournament, yeah. have you? Like I do in the, uh, in the, in the parkrun chats later on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, recorded yeah. those. We've recorded those, and Matt basically, what, what what was happening? Oh yeah, you were watching the kids, and so yeah. you were just sat on mute the entire time. It, it's pretty funny. It's uh, it's <laughs> one to enjoy. Um, and that's that. That's that's been our weeks. So um, I think we've got a we've got a packed show, and some of our segments overran. So I think we should get a bit of time back, Matty boy. Mm-hmm. Should we get straight over and do our parkrun tourism chat with Ben and Emma? Yeah, let's get on with it. Right then, Matt. Are you gonna? Are you gonna? Did you let? What about you? You let us do it. War will continue. Um, do you let's want to do it, Emma? Let's let's do it. That's not introduced them. That's just you saying let's do it. Here's Ben and Emma. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and yeah, let let's do it. <laughs> ben, ben and Emma, how are we? Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. Sound, yeah, yeah, another week, another park run, yeah. It certainly is, it certainly is. Uh, I've already talked about my park run tourism. I was uh, following in your footsteps this week, um, but people already know about that because we've already recorded that segment. So um, why don't you tell us what you've got up to this week, guys? So this week we went to Marple Park Run in Stockport, um, which is in a lovely, next to a lovely little village. Um, it's one we've saved for some decent weather. There's loads that we were looking at doing in the winter and just going, that's going to be a mud fest. We're not doing it. Um, so this one is like half grass, half trail. 
mm-hmm. um, starts in a field. Apparently they get a lot of moles. So it's full of like mole hills and like holes in the ground mm. at certain points. But it was all right this week. Um, Might yeah. feel at home though, wouldn't he? Oh, bless him. <laughs> Just scurrying yeah. around with the other with the other rodents. <laughs> so he's not, yeah. he's, not, he's not reacting. I was th- I thought he'd he'd kick off, but he's obviously gone off to do something in the background and doesn't know that I'm insulting him. Sorry, Emma. Please continue. It's uh, two laps, pretty flat. Um, yeah, there's only a couple of lumps in it really. Um, so you go through a field, round a football pitch, I want to say, uh, along by the river. Ben's always better at describing these things. Hmm. Um, the only thing they said in the first time as briefing was that there's a lot of tree roots and, you know, watch out for holes in the ground from the moles. But then mm-hmm. they also said, keep on the right-hand side as you go around. Uh, let the faster runners move uh, run by the river because then, you know, why should you fall in? Let them faster <laughs> run. I like it. I like it. Good logic. <laughs> yeah so i stuck to that um so yeah it's quite narrow at points um so yeah try not to fall in the river yeah so i mean like emma's describing you start you've got about 300 meters on grass and it's just full of divots uh, one guy nearly twisted his ankle within the first like 50 meters next to me um and then you come off you go on a, a, a loose gravel path for about 20 meters then you turn onto the grass follow this really thin path down through the grass for about three four hundred meters and then you're up by the side of the river and you're following that along you loop back in to the actual park from the river and then you go back up another loose loose kind of gravel it turns into a little bit of compact gravel neil marshall um um and and then it's just kind of loose gravel all the way up by the side of the river and through the forest until you get back to the start and and off you go around again and and like Emma says by the river the path is trail it is muddy in the winter that is going to be atrocious um there is one point as you're running along the path where obviously water runs down into the river and it, it cre- just created like a gorge in the path so you have to kind of place your foot make sure your foot placement is spot on for that or else you're just going to fall in it yeah, um they didn't mention that in the first time as briefing because the first time i jumped over that point i thought maybe you should mention that in the first yeah time. it might might be useful if you had a buggy i mean well it's not ideal for buggy runners no but, you would not take yeah. a buggy to it. it it would not be fun uh, and at one point when you come away from the river and do a little loop back out you have to run across this thin little bridge and at the end of the thin little bridge there was a big tree that was kind of like half collapsed uh, so it was very much single file, avoid the branches that were at a uh, head level. Um, but it was great. Like Em says, it's, it was very, very flat. Well, it wasn't very, very flat, but the, the hills weren't really that noticeable. Um, it's it's not got much potential to be a fast, fast course, but it was a good course, enjoyable. Some very good friendly volunteers on the way round. We, um, we had a little chat before because I was barcode scanning at the end. So I always go over and introduce myself beforehand. And I let a few of them know. I'm like, oh, they're like, what time do you reckon you'll get round in today? And I said, whatever 15th position is this week, that is what time <laughs> I'll get round in. And they looked at me all funny and I said, right, let me just explain. So I explained about the podcast. I said, I need to finish 15th. And uh, this one guy, quite quite accepting of it, was like, oh, well, I'm, I'm going to be stood right near the finish. Um, so what I'll do is I'll count them and I'll tell you what position you're in. 
uh, as you're coming up to it. And I said, I said, thanks, mate. I'll probably already know, but thanks anyway. <laughs> Thank, thanks, but uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not new to this, by the way. I've got a system. I don't need, yeah, yeah. I don't need your help, friend. But thank you for the offer. That was exactly it. So, so first first lap, I went round in ten. It, well, to be fair, it was quite tight at the front for like the first half a mile, and there was about twenty of us. And I thought, oh, I might have a little battle on my hands here. And then by the time we we started going around the um, the trail path up by the side of the river, I found myself with a massive gap behind me, and I'm thinking, oh bugger, here we go again. I'm gonna have to slip. <laughs> And it and it did. It, it got to lap two when I was still in tenth, and um, coming along to the finish, I thought only one guy managed to catch up, so I had to literally come to a stop again. I had looked down the path behind me. I couldn't see anybody. I thought, oh Christ, can I really wait that long? Uh, but I did, and I walked to the finish. But the problem was, fifteenth place was going to be in the middle of three people. Right. I needed, to, I, needed to let, I needed to let two go through and then I needed to jump in just before the third and bear in mind they were only about a metre apart each <laughs> I, got, I got to the point where I was at the timekeepers and I said don't stop it for me yet I said I'm going to jump in behind the set, behind the second one that comes through and I did, I just walked in front of this kid <laughs> just, just <laughs> <laughs> what did they, how did the runners react? They didn't react at all. They didn't care. They they probably didn't have a clue that I was actually finishing right. at the same time as them. But there was no there was no shame. No shame. Um, no, no, you committed, mate. I'll give that. Yeah, yeah, I needed my points. And and you know what? It was it was really good actually. And it, it sparked conversation. I, I jumped on barcode scanning with these two guys, and uh, we had a good chat about the podcast. Hopefully, they are listening, like they said they would um and yeah we had a we had a good conversation and uh told them all about the park run uh about the podcast and what we do and how it started and even told them about you two and we told them about its origins down in bogner and jack penfold being and, uh, the main <laughs> man. how jack invented it on a, yeah, rain, yeah. on a rainy afternoon he came up with the concept and absolutely the absolutely. whole process himself yeah the stupid little knobhead but yeah, no, it was it was great. Good to chat to them. The run director was very nice. There was a lady there doing a 250th, and she bought like 250 cakes. Wow. Uh, with a well, it was it was like massive. And they were like bite sized pieces, but mm-hmm. they were nowhere near to. I think there was about 150 runners there. And some people don't want cake at that time in the morning. I mean, what is wrong with people? Mm. So she just kept coming back around and going, please eat some more. So it's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, there was no stopping me. I, I While I was barcode scanning, I, I requested them go and get me some cake for fear of it going before I got chance. Well, but... can, can, can I tell you guys my food-related story that I didn't tell in the last segment, and I've just remembered yeah. it. So you're talking about how, you know, lady, big event, brought cakes – Everyone had some cake, really good, camaraderie, team spirit, free cake, everyone's happy, yum, 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 no problem. That's when a, a food at Parkrun story's done well. Can I tell you what happened to me and McPaula and Sean Parkrun, however it was that I went? Um, Go on, the run director threw a Ferrero Rocher at my head. What? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the story. The, front, the run director brought a box of Ferrero Rocher... And like threw them up in the air for no reason before the race. And, oh. and, and, I, 
I'm pretty sure she said while she was throwing it, Mr. Ambassador, you're spoiling us. And then just lobbed a load of... But honestly, I think in her head she was going to throw the Ferrero Rocher and everyone would be like clamouring to catch him. But it was five <laughs> to nine in the morning and nobody wanted a fucking Ferrero Rocher. So they just fell on the floor. And everyone just looked at him like, what's going on? That sounds quite funny. But yeah, what were you thinking? I mean, uh, I, I you're not going to just scoff down some chocolates and then set off on your pack. Oh. And then set off for a 5K. So, I mean, fair play to her. She brought some chocolate for everyone, and that was really nice. But I was like, it's a good job no one's got, like, a severe nut allergy, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Imagine I, going into I, anaphylactic I, shock in the first 500 metres. Never had a Ferrero Rocher in my life, because I do not like nuts. Uh, that's what she said. Um, but, yeah, that, anyway, that's that's just, like, sorry to, to hijack your story, but I just thought it was funny that you had a nice cake story and someone threw a Ferrero Rocher at me, which I can't eat because they're not even fucking vegan. So there you go. Anyway. Um, we but- had a different better cake story because um, on the parkrun page, it recommends places to go afterwards. So we yep. had a little look and in Marple Bridge, which is the little village that it's in. Very nice little village, by the way. Um, it recommends going to a bakery slash cafe uh, called Libby's. Mm-hmm. Libby's Bread and Wine. Livy's bread and wine, and you walk in, and there's a massive rack on the left-hand side full of these fresh. Wait, oh, with, oh, you, okay. oh no, sorry, not that kind of rack, Rob. Um, uh, huge loaves of bread, freshly baked on the day, and then you kind of walk through the next doorway, and there's just a counter absolutely swamped with cakes. If you have a look on either mine or M's Instagram, and you swipe to swipe through the pictures from Parkrun on Saturday, you'll just see this array of cakes. Uh, it took me a good few minutes to decide which cake to go for. Um, I, I resisted and only had one, and M chose one as well. Yeah, they had loads of samples as well, and they were really generous with the samples. Um, like, yeah, yeah, try and pick one. So we ended up with a red velvet cookie and a, I think, I don't know if it was marble like... Marble brownie. Marble brownie. They were both was. really, really good. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's it's highly recommended if you if you go to Marple Park Run. It's literally where there's there's plenty of parking at this park run as well. And we parked in the car park by next to the start, and within 200 meters is Libby's. So you could walk to it from there. We didn't realise how close it was. Mm. We just jumped in the car and put it in the sat nav, and it wasn't even worth turning the engine on because it was down the bottom of the hill. I could have just pushed the car down the hill. Um, but yeah, it was lovely, but it was crowded. I mean, because we'd hung around till the end, barcode scanned everybody in, got a purple sign picture um, and just chatted away. We we got there a bit late and it was already it was already rammed and we we didn't want to wait, really, did we? So we took cake and coffee and we're on. Um, but yeah, no, lovely park run. Really nice. I forget the name of the park. Brabins Park, maybe um, right next to the River Goit. I want to say that's how you say it. Um, <laughs> uh, Matt, to be fair, the only time I've ever heard the word goit is in a sentence like, Matt, you are a tiny little goit. <laughs> yeah. Fair, fair. We'll go with goit then. Goit. Um, goit, is a, goit is a good insult, and I don't think it's been used for a, a good few years. But I'm going to start oh. calling Matt a goit. There you go. We've started something new there. Brill. So, so yeah, brilliant park run. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, if you're in the greater Manchester area on, it was only just over this side of the peaks, by the way, you go through Glossop and before you get to that nightmare hill, which takes you up to the M67, you actually yes. turn off. 
um, and it's it's on a turn off before it, so it was really easy to get to. Um, and yeah, definitely definitely recommend it. One that, like Em said, we're trying to do all the traily ones throughout the summer. Just get them while they're dry, so that we don't have the disaster of having to run through thick mud and slip and fall. Um, but not this week. Not this week. We've we've got one lined up for this week, and you'll hear our decision. You'll understand next week our decision for it when you listen to the Part Run League segment in a bit. Yes, very very excited for that. And just just to round off the uh, the, the segment, I've uh, I've Urban Dictionary goit. Um, and the definition of it is a simple-minded dumbass. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, yeah, that, that that describes Matty pretty well. Ori- originated just, just from well. the, that's all right, mate. Originated from the uh, TV series Red Dwarf. That's where it comes from. River, you, I, River called Lister a goit, and uh, it means he's an idiot. Can I just mention something in this segment rather than the park run segment? Mm. In- segment in a bit about the purple sign. Oh yeah, mate, purple sign. What happened? Any stories? Well, yeah. We had a few funny stories this week from the purple sign. I mean, ours, ours was straightforward. I even I messaged them on Friday night just to make sure. Um, it's on their Facebook page. If you go and look, there is evidence that I have messaged them about it. Um, and I think, I think our favourite purple sign story from this week was from Laura Hall, uh, who had to request that the sign was taken out. Um, it wasn't out at the time because no one knew how to put it away. And if you actually look at the, I forget which park run she went to now, but if you actually look at the homepage of that park run, they've got pictures of everybody stood around trying to work out how to fold the purple sign. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. I mean, <laughs> we should give a bonus points um, for that, mm. just for the drama that she caused. But uh, unfortunately, she doesn't. She gets her five points and well earned from forcing them to get it out. But that's brilliant. I, who, who, what kind of run director doesn't know how to put a purple sign away? It should be start. It should be part of basic training, shouldn't it, Ben? Hundred percent. Yeah, that's that's first thing on the list. For, sod the defibrillator. Sod sod any kind of. <laughs> yeah. And no health and safety out the window. Just how do you erect uh, and uh, no, down? Every man for themselves when they're out there. If you die, yeah. you die. Yeah. Um, as long but, as you can get a purple sign picture at the end. Yeah, yeah, the purple sign is priority, and people need to know this. Absolutely, absolutely good, good. Yeah, well, there you go, Mark. The, other one, the other one that I just want to mention as well is Carl uh, Barnes and Rob Clones, right? For improvisation, and I don't want to say stupidity, but um, lack of awareness. So a pair, apparently, a pair of goits. A pair of goits, yeah, they can be goits. Um, Rob went to Parkrun on Saturday, and the run director hadn't got the sign out, but he didn't even force the run director to go and get the sign oh, out boring she just couldn't be bothered to get the sign out right and, and and carl went to a park run without a purple sign but but although that was very goitish of them mm. uh, they did both vol- volunteer on the sunday at witness park witness junior park run mm, with a purple sign at the cupboard then and took the picture then mm. so they semi-rectified their mistake i was umming and ahhing do i give them points for that does mm. that class junior park runs don't have a purple sign how can you get a purple sign picture on a sunday but we we've, we've given them points we've given them mm. points improvisation ingenuity we'll call it that's the words that's the ingenuity, word ingenuity but still absolute goits um yeah. right then i've got a new favorite word 
Park Run continues to be our favourite Saturday activity. Ben, Emma, you're going to join us again in a little while for the Park Run uh, League update. If you'll have us, yeah, absolutely. Always, Ben, always space in my cupboard for you. Uh, Matt, you've contributed nothing again. Are you still there? Yeah, so I'm just trying to get myself out of this fucking ball. <laughs> <laughs> Very, mm, yes. Mm. There's a long way I'll, to go there, Matt. I'll clap to that. That was good. That was especially good for you, you little mole. Well done. Well you done. little goit. Bravo, you little you little goity mole. I love it. Um, right, OK. Shall we get over and have a chat with someone who's not mole-like? In fact, he's more giraffe-like. Uh, should we go and find out about uh, Mr. Lanky Legs running him, keeps running himself? Uh, Ed Roberts, what do you reckon? How old is he? Uh, six, 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 seven. Crikey. <laughs> He's tall. Really tall. Yeah, no, let, let, let's go and have a chat with the uh, old lanky legs. This will be an interesting moment. Looking forward to this. Yep. Wait, looking for what I'm going to do now, guys, is I'm just going to go completely silent and we're going to see which one of you fills the the awkward gap with the let's do this war. Let's go. I, th- let's I think it's, let's do it. It's Emma's turn this week. So like, like, yeah, let, 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 let the lady have it. Go on, Emma. It's all yours. Be polite and we'll let Emma do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Matt. <laughs> oh, oh, Ben sleeping on couch. <laughs> I know. Sorry, Emma. Sorry, Emma. Sorry, Emma. <laughs> you can sniff it if you want. <laughs> what? Your, your balls? No, the segment. The segment. <laughs> Please don't sniff that. <laughs> Just play it, will you? Right then, you lot. Series 7 has set a pretty high standard of guests so far, and it's going to be a tall order to top it. Uh, You see what I did there? Top it. However, we shall, as we talk to an absolute legend and one of running IG's absolute favourites, an accomplished runner across multiple distances. We're going to be talking about his journey so far, but also looking ahead at a massive challenge he has coming up in August, the brilliant cause that it is for, and the very inventive fundraising he's embarked upon to make it a success. Now, I always say this, but the best ones of these are the ones with pals. And we pretty much did this chat on a run together down the canals of Exeter a few weeks ago, which made me feel inclined to get him slotted into this series. It's going to be a great one. And I know you'll enjoy uh, listening to it as today we're finding out more about the tallest man on Instagram, Mr. Lanky Legs himself, the one and only Ed Roberts. Ed, how are we doing today, my friend? I'm good. Thank you, Rob. How are you? Yes, good, good. Thank you, sir. Uh, how was your day? Have you managed to get out for a run at all? Yeah, um, just a nice, uh, sort of easy four miles. Um, I had my speed session yesterday, so it was a nice sort of recovery four miles after work tonight. And it was, um, yeah, it was nice, nice and hot. Though. Yeah, it, it is. It's getting very warm. Are you, uh, are you, do you prefer the warm weather running or are you more of a, a kind of an early morning, cool, wet and windy? Uh, um, uh, I, I, I think I'm probably more of a, more of a hot, hot summer runner, really, just mm. because it's um, for the simple fact that, like, just because it, the sweat, really, it makes you feel like you've done like a proper work. <laughs> yeah, That's, yeah. It's just, but... just like a mind thing, you know. You get back, even if it's just been like a nice sort of easy couple of miles, you're still dripping, and it's just like it makes you feel a bit, um, a bit better rather than getting back with uh, numb toes and numb fingers and uh, spending 20 minutes in the shower just trying to warm your fingers up. Have you ever no 
noticed as well, like, I don't know whether or not this is just something disgusting that I'm going to share about me, but did you hit an age where suddenly you just became incredibly sweaty? Like, I swear I didn't sweat this much in my 20s, but now I run two miles and I'm dripping. Um, I, I think I've always been a sweater. <laughs> not, not the kind, but the, um, yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah, when I was uh, younger playing football, just I was always like the sweatiest kid at lunchtime. Like That's... going to lunchtime classes, just like dripping. What a what what a label to have the sweaty yeah. in class. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Well, listen, uh, we're going to get into the early days of your journey. We've already established there that you were quite the sports child. Um, but let's get into it. Let, let's find out more about you, my friend. Uh, we start these chats in the same place as always. I know you know that. Uh, I want to find out a bit more about your journey into running. So, how did you get started? How did you find a love for the sport? Um, well, it's about uh, two and a half years ago now, uh, pretty much. Um, one of my friends, she uh, she did the London Marathon, and um, so I, I watched her sort of go through the training for it and everything, and um, and you know, obviously watched her on the day, and it's just one of those things which everyone always says, oh, oh, next year I'll, I'll apply for that, next year I'll apply for that, and you know, it, ten years on. And my my friend did it, and I was just like, well, I'm I'm actually going to do it this year. I'm actually going to do it. Um, obviously, um, entered through the ballot, didn't get in. Um, and I kind of after that, I kind of sort of forgot about it. But obviously, you um, you start up, you, know, you put down all the charities and things that you that you like to um represent. And um, after getting the uh, that no, you didn't get anything. You start getting phone calls yeah. from charities, and um, literally, I was at work one day, and I'd had well, I'd had the emails from the three charities which I wanted to represent, and they, they'd all said no. And I was at work one day on my on my um, first break, and I was just on Facebook, and it came up with a charity saying, "I'll represent us at, um, at London." So I filled out the form, and I think within an hour and a half. I was signed up and I was just like, wow. And it was just like, absolutely. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And then it was just like, ah, oh, now I've got to raise 2000 pounds. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I spent the rest of the um, the day at work, just a bit worried because I'd never sort of raised that much money before. And, um, but also excited. And I think it was um, the, the following week I went from the first, not my, my not my first one, but my first training run for London, yeah. and, um, and I think uh, that that's when I sort of signed up for Strava because I'd never been on Strava, and obviously I was amazed, with, you know, getting the segments and the and things like that. I was like, oh, this is a a new world to me, really. And then after sort of two months of it, and just that's it. After that, I just just kept on going. Yeah. Uh, take take me back a little bit then. So so what year what year for London was it? Was it 2019? Uh, was um what well, was 2019? I signed yeah. up. So it was the, it was the first year of COVID basically. Oh right. So it was for the 2020 race. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, okay. Um. What? So before that then, like it, that's it's not a particularly long journey then. I mean, were you were you active? Were you sporty before? Was it an absolute kind of nothing to marathon, both metaphorically and literally, or or did you have a good grounding in terms of your fitness at that point? 
Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, my, my fitness wasn't there, but I've always been active and sporty. So I've played football for years and years. I played semi-pro sort of 15, 20 years ago, um, but then just not fell out of love with it, but just didn't take it that seriously. And I was just sort of playing for for sort of local teams and, and enjoyed it. But then sort of uh, having kids and, and work life sort of, sort of put a stop to that and I was sort of only playing every so often on Saturdays and and it kind of just sort of dwindled down and um but it was you know I've always been pretty active and you know my job's pretty active as well I'm on my feet all day um so yeah it was it didn't take too long to sort of get the fitness back up again yeah Um, yeah So, so you had a foundation. Uh, yeah, least. yeah. Um, so that must have been a pretty topsy-turvy ride then. So to say that you've gone from no running experience at all to I'm going to run London Marathon, and particularly with everything that happened with COVID um, uh, around that time. I mean, how did you face into that first that first plan? Was it, did, did, did you get straight into the idea of, right, I need a training plan. I need to do 80-20. I need to do one speed session a week. I need to up my Sunday mile. Did you do all of that or was it more of a feel it as you go kind of thing? Um, it was, I looked into, well, I had another friend, she she said um, to go on, there's a, there's a, there's a Facebook, a London Marathon Facebook group. She, she said, go on there. It's really great. Loads of people give you ideas. And um, so I looked on there and it, you know there's a lot of people doing first marathons on there and you know so there's no there's no stupid questions yeah everyone you know everyone and obviously everyone's lovely um in the community as well so they're, they're happy to help and so my plan was just to do two or three sort of shortish runs in the week and then on um on the weekend just do a long run and then yeah just increase it by two miles um every week basically um that that was my plan and yeah. i didn't really um cause I, I didn't really know what else to do i wasn't um uh wasn't being coached then or, or anything and i didn't really have many like running buddies as such um they're just like the, the two people that i knew that had done the marathon but they you know they sort of done um their own plans which suited them and yeah sort of didn't suit me so but I was quite happy just doing my own thing, um, and that's uh, yeah how it went really. It's uh, it's uh, it worked out well pretty well because I, I still still managed to go and do the distance um, in the April, yes. even though it didn't um, um, didn't work out. But um, and and how was that? Just to jump in, sorry, because that must have been pretty tough. You know, you've you've thrown yourself into the the Thunderdome uh, in terms of the uh, you know getting yourself ready and and doing that first marathon. And it was it was was it was it it was fairly late that everyone found out that it wasn't running, wasn't it? Yeah, well, I um I never thought they would cancel it. No. <laughs> I was no. just like, no, they won't, they won't, they won't. And obviously, yeah, they they were very very late cancelling it. Um, uh but I, I think i don't know if it was because i was so sort of new new to it uh new to running and i was enjoying myself so much it um i still just wanted to get out and do it yeah um, and 
so obviously it was it was annoying and and bad, but it, it for me it, it is it, it is what it is. Yeah. You you can't change it. You can't. That's what's happened. And I I I'd still trained and planned to do the marathon, so I was sort of still. I mean, I, when I went out to do the marathon, I didn't plan to do it that day. I was supposed to do it on the same weekend. Yep. I only went out to do a 10K. And then I was like, if I go a little bit further, oh, that'd be like 10 miles. And I was like, oh, if I go down to the end of there, that'd be a half marathon. And I could just turn around and run back and that'd be my marathon. Mm. And um, which was a bit of a short system, but it was still, um, it's still, still great. So as much as an annoyance that it was that it um was cancelled it it didn't um i didn't feel bad about it if that makes sense because i was still yeah. just i was still in like a, a running high because i was so new to it and just enjoying it so much yeah yeah i mean it's great to hear that it didn't deter you i think a lot of people um when it kiboshed everyone's plans in terms of um uh, being able to run the actual race there was a lot of resentment there was a lot of negativity and rightly so as well you know i don't think it was handled particularly well but i think to still have that like i, I don't i don't know if naivety is the right word but that uh, exuberance i guess you're still so uh, new to running and enjoying it so much that oh screw it i'm just going to go and run an impromptu marathon anyway because i've trained for it i think it's quite nice um how how did um, the journey develop from then because obviously now you you're blooded in through covid and I guess the the thing that keeps us, the thing that hooks us a lot of the time, is getting that that first race buzz or going to that down to that first park run and meeting people there and and realizing what the community is all about. You always didn't have any of that, you know. You you, you, you were you were joining the world of running just as the world of running was shutting down um, from a community perspective. How how did you find those those couple of years that that COVID kind of gripped the world? I mean, yeah, completely. Like, like, like you couldn't have put it better. <laughs> like, I was starting my running journey as running was kind of shutting down. But for me, because I had no, I, I didn't know what it was like before. It, 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 I had nothing to sort of gauge it on. So I had no idea what races were like. I had no idea what you know, like meetups were like or park runs. I was literally just running for enjoying running. Mm-hmm. That was it. And it was um, the following May uh, when I first did my first race. So it was like about 18 months, just over 18 months, um, which was um, uh, one of the Ultra Exco, uh, I think it was a 50K. Um, and, but I was just like a kid at Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. like, it was like, oh my God, look at all these people here who have... Uh, and we're all just going to run together. This is amazing. Yeah. And um, yeah, you got the little stalls and 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 everyone was just so buzzing and happy. And I think obviously because it was after COVID and people were sort of nice to be getting back to getting back to races and things, it added a bit more. Um, yeah, a bit more to the atmosphere. Yeah, there was a real buzz about those first races back, wasn't there? Especially the ones that happened in that short space of time that we had was it early 2021 when we kind of came out of the lockdown for a bit before we went back in mm. and uh, yeah i think there was a real a real sense of relief wasn't there that oh god we can get out and we can be around people and i've really missed this yeah because i because uh, i i did have yeah i had one booked in the february beforehand which mm. uh, after we came, sort of came out and um it was going to be a, a local 
Ultra and uh, they had to cancel it again pretty pretty last minute um, and it, it just it makes you worried constantly that well, at the time that whatever you booked and I think that's why I didn't do one for so long because I was worried whatever I would have booked would have just been cancelled yeah yeah and, um, so I sort of I put it off um, put it off a little bit but um, no it's, it, it's fine now I've got, got a couple under my belt now so it's um yeah, but, yeah. A, 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 season, a season pro, as it were. And, and, and also, <laughs> yeah. you, um, and, and you, you mentioned quite blasé, uh, quite flippantly then. You were just like, oh, yeah, and, you know, the first one I did, it was just, you know, it was just a, just an ultra. Um, so you just sort of rocked up to, so over that 18 months, it's not like you were consolidating. It's not like you were resting on your moral, your laurels in lockdown, was it? It was um, it was getting yourself ready to to start running those those longer distances. And what was it that appealed to you about getting out and, and, and tackling something like an ultra? I think it was just the the, the next stage on from a marathon, really. Um, mm. So the, the ultra that I had in the February, um, which got cancelled, obviously again like the London Marathon I'd been training for that and I was just like I'm still going to do it I'm mm-hmm. still still want to do it I've still been training for it I'm going to do it um and because it was a a 50k ultra I was just like well now it's not a race I'm I've got the freedom to do what what I want to do I can do it where I want to do it and when and you know well I still did it on the same weekend but um so I thought oh Maybe I'll just turn it into a 50 miler. Um, right, as you do. As you do, just to, to boost it up. And then I was just like, oh, 50 miles, that's that's like 80K. Well, if I'm going to do 80K, I might as well do 100K. Might uh, as well, yeah. Yeah, why yeah, not? Just, just round, round it up. And so in the end, yeah, I went up to 100K. And because Rosie was signed up for the Ultra as well, um, so she did, a, she did the 50K, um, but obviously in Cardiff. And um, I did the 100k just in around Plymouth, and um, yeah, just just loved it really. And um, and then we had the uh, the the Ultra Expo. Um, well, we did we had the the Dawn to Dust Challenge a, a month later, which was 12 hours of running. Mm. Um, that wasn't as fun. It was good, no. but wasn't as fun just because that was just r- ridiculously painful. I think it was too soon after the 100k, and then. The, um, the ultra X going in May, um, and I think it's just because of what I sort of trained for and trained up to. The, the longer distances just seem just better better suited. I've, I've never sort of trained for the shorter distance. I keep on telling myself that I want to, mm. but then I go and put myself into some ridiculous mileage challenge or something. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, which which, which regret is it. So, so, yeah, regret it. No, and the, the, that was actually a perfect segue into my next question because obviously your love for for longer running, this this addiction to maybe seeing what the limits are in terms of how far you can go, has led to you starting to branch out into thinking what challenges can I undertake and how can I maybe do some good for the community and for charity in doing so. So. No, no better example of that is is in what you've got coming up in uh, August. So do you want to just tell me and, and anyone who might not follow you or might not know your story, do you want to just tell me a little bit about what you've got coming up, what the plan is, what you're raising money for, everything surrounding the, the great things that are, that are coming up next month? Yeah. Um, so 
August bank holiday, we're um, going to hopefully run 100 miles for a charity called Go Beyond, which is um, like a local uh, Plymouth charity. Um, they basically, they help uh, help like vulnerable kids, um, like kids in need of just sort of like good fun times. They're, you know, um, I don't like to say good fun times because I'm sure they have good fun times at, in, their, in their life, but they're they're at home and they have to look after the siblings or the parents and because of disabilities or or, or anything else and so they 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 can't lead you know like like a like the childhood that i had you know where you're sort of carefree and you can go out with your mates at, until whatever time and you yeah you know they're stuck doing the cooking and the cleaning and and things like that and so this charity they will they've got residential centers um near Plymouth and they've actually got one up in Derby as well which has recently opened um, and they just get these kids to go go there for either a day day out uh, or like a like a week away and just to yeah just to show them that um you know to, to let them have fun and you know there's like like forest schools and like games and you know and there's and there's other kids there as well in similar, similar situations so yeah I, I can I, like I think when a child's in that um, in that situation, it can be very very lonely because they're not experienced in the world. They they, they don't know so much you know, everything that happens in the world, and obviously there is other kids like them. Mm-hmm. And when they're at home in that environment, they could pro- probably forget that quite um, quite a lot, and so it, it really helps them like you know, mentally. That they can share their stories with other people and you know other kids in the same situation so it was um it's my mum's sort of um charity my mum supported them a few times she she suggested um uh uh representing them because i wanted to do a more local charity rather than because obviously london i did whiz kids and then the 100k I did sports in mind last year and then so this year i wanted to try and do something a bit more local um, yeah. uh, and a bit more sort of close to home and she she suggested them and you know, it's um it's great really um and Amazing. I just hope, hope i can help them out as much as i can yeah um, a, a, bri- a brilliant brilliant cause mate uh absolutely i think and I, and I, it resonates with me a lot what you say about um a local a local charity because those the, the big uh, the big boys do amazing things and and they get a lot of attention and rightly so for the amazing work they do but those local charities will have really suffered through through lockdown and through covid and through funding restrictions even just because people can't do a lot of the charity fundraising they do like racing skydiving whatever it might be because of covid restrictions and so it's vitally important that i think we help them out and fair play to you for doing it how's 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 the prep been going for it um okay now um because i i'd originally planned to do it in may um but i sort of i had a couple of months where um i sort of fell out a little bit of love with running i sort of it came a little bit tedious and i think that was because of london finally happening because london it was such a a long awaited race um the actual thing i think once that was done I kind of just sort of, I just needed a break really, and uh, so so I took a little bit of a break, and I was going on holiday in May, and I was just like, you know what, just 
it's just just have a break because otherwise I'll, I'll burn out um and so um so I started up again after my holiday and so but but so glad I did because now I'm I'm back chomping at the bit again it's like I've just started I'm I'm enjoying every run I'm uh not as fit as I used to be obviously but um I know that I I'll be able to get get through the training um yeah I'm mean, really happy I mean Matt my coach he um he's i mean he's brilliant he, he's he's got it all uh, i think he's training for a 100 miler anyway so i'm probably just copying what he's <laughs> what he yeah. said himself yeah. um but yeah they're re- really enjoying it it's really nice and it's even made me even do some strength work which is a rarity a dirty yeah, I, know. Word. I know it's uh it's, it's odd it's weird um uh, so and and you've been creative in your fundraiser as well i i uh, just a week ago you turned your hand to presenting uh with your with your wheel of sport tune um how have you found fundraising's been have you found that you've had to be more creative with this kind of challenge maybe because of the fundraising that you've done before um and 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 because i i i only say it from experience because i found that you know you go out and you beg on facebook for the, the normal the friends the families commit the money but it comes to a point where they stop doing it so you've got to start thinking outside the box yeah, I, I think you're right. It's um, uh, you, especially on sort of in, in Instagram stuff. There's there's so many people sort of trying to raise money, which is obviously amazing. Um, it, but it's uh, you people can't give to everyone. You you really you you you, you know it's impossible. And mm-hmm. I think I I've done uh, for, for London. I've done the, the sort of raffle and quiz show that sort of. Uh, sorry, raffle and quiz like locally in in a town which which got some money, but um, I felt that this time I try and do it more more on Instagram. And the I think the, the wheel of fortune was um was Rosie's idea, and um and yeah, it, it turned out great. We we had, we had a lot of fun. Um, it, it took a lot of um yeah a lot a lot of time sort of trying to get the. The prize in from the uh, from the companies, but the companies were amazing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're, they're so generous and they they do want to help. And um, and yeah, it was like you said. I think you do have to try and change it around a little bit just to draw people in and just yeah. to sort of um, make people um, not enjoy it. And I think the, uh, the doing it live, I mean, possibly helped. I, I'm not sure if it. Um, if it helped or if I, people stopped following me or, or, or <laughs> it's a bit, a bit harsh on yourself, mate. I um. Well, my I, daughter said my jokes were rubbish. And, uh, oh, they're meant to be rubbish. That's your that's your job as a man of your age is to tell rubbish <laughs> jokes. I I thought it was brilliant. It's like the as I, I think I said it on the, I said it when I was watching on the chat. The only thing I was disappointed about was you did a flat lay of your outfits and I was just disappointed it wasn't you in the dress when I turned it on. Um, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> if that would have raised a bit more money, well, maybe that could be another fundraiser. Let's get him another hundred quid, and we can get Ed on Instagram Live in a dress. I don't know. <laughs> um, no, uh, not to put, not to put words in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I don't need any uh, excuses to get dressed up in a dress. No, absolutely not, mate. Uh, uh, preach to the converted. Um, so, uh, amazing challenge coming up. You're going to absolutely smash it. I'm dead excited to see how you get on with it. Um, I think you mentioned to me as well that you were going to be uh, inviting people to come along and run legs with you. 
Yeah, definitely. So um, uh, it'll be it'll be down in Plymouth, and um, obviously it'll sort of be throughout the day. And so I've I've had quite a few people sort of said that they'll come down and do do so with me because it's going to be five miles out, five miles back. So there's plenty. Any runner, any standard can you know can come along. Even people on bikes is because we've been on a cycle track. So it's sort of um, I'm hoping to get quite a few people quite a few people involved um especially through the harder miles um because you know having somebody to chat to for you know for, for five miles or ten miles um like different people e- each time you know it'll definitely get the, the miles ticking off quite quite quickly i think yeah um, well hopefully that, that, yeah. that's the plan and yeah maybe, maybe a little bit optimistic but i think yeah. it will help what's the uh, what what's the date you're going out again uh, I think it's the 26th of August. 26th um, of the, the August. Bank holiday weekend. Bank holiday week. um, midnight on Saturday night, um, I, I'll start um, to get the, the easier miles done through the night, um, which seems to make hopefully make sense. Hopefully that will help in the long run. Mm-hmm. And then um, the harder miles, sort of after you know after sort of seven eight hours, people can sort of join throughout the day because I'll be going all you know all through the day and the thought of when I got to 80 90 miles and it being two three o'clock in the morning was just oh no absolutely not you've, you've made the right choice um now so big challenge coming up I can't imagine you looking too far past uh that date in or that bank holiday weekend in August um <laughs> however I I know you and I know that you will have some plans so have you got any thoughts about what comes next uh yeah I've already planned next year um which uh, will be it's like, it'll be like um, like a monthly mileage um, accumulator run. I'm not sure the best way to describe, it, but it, it will just be next May, uh, the first of the month. Uh, I'll run one mile, second month two miles, and so on and so on and so on. Up, you know, up to the um, the end of the month. So the last week of the month will be fairly pretty, horrendous. Pretty brutal. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it will be, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to be under any any time limit. I'll, I'll take that week off work, and so hopefully that will help, and so I can just sort of go out and just plod along. It'll be injury injury prevention, which will be um, the worst thing, I think. But um, yeah. yeah, so that's a total of 496 miles um, that month. So if you want to get Team Matt back uh, around for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Amazing. Incredible. Like, I can't even start to imagine how you do it. I tell you what, I'll come down and do the first with you. <laughs> you're welcome. Well, if you're going to do that, what I'll do is I'll, I'll, I'll flip them around and I'll do the 31 miles on the first. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah. Oh, so I've suddenly got a niggle in my knee. You know, I can't do it. <laughs> um, uh, amazing. No, no, big, big things planned. And, it, and it's good to see that you're that you, you know you're not resting on one kind of thing it's like i just want the next and the next and the next and and surely raising some great causes you've raised is it about 1200 quid so far um, for your charity at the moment yeah. yeah amazing amazing and still still scoping opportunity for people to contribute to help out more isn't there um where can people find all that information out yeah the um the the fundraising links uh, on my um on my page in my bio um and it just it's just a just giving page it goes just straight there um yep. and so yeah it's pretty pretty easy to find um and it will stay it will stay open until until august um 
so I, I will be um, plugging the um, Instagram again pretty soon with um, trying to yeah trying to get some donations in. But um, I'm just gonna leave it for a couple of months um, and so probably start it up again uh, in August. I might I might even come up with some other weird and wonderful um, things to try and pull something in. Um, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure it'll be something absolutely awesome and off the wall. And if we can help in any way, please let me know, because I'd love to be a part of it and help out however I can. Um, before I let you go, then, sir, uh, anyone you wanted to shout out, say hello to anything we've missed. We've not circled round on this whistle stop tour of Ed. Um, uh, no, I think, I, think, I think we've covered everything pretty much. Um, uh, and just just hi to everyone, really. All you lovely um, fartlekers and any uh, any runners in the community, hope you all um, are having fun running um, and just in, in, enjoy your runs. Uh, wise words to sign off with, sir. And of course, what we didn't mention was if people don't follow you, it's Lanky Legs Keeps Running on the old Instagram, isn't it? Yeah. Wonderful stuff. Right then, Ed, that is us done. Thank you very, very much, sir. You've been amazing. Looking forward to seeing how you get on in August and uh, and uh, keep doing good things. And hopefully I will see you in person sooner rather than later. Definitely. Thank you so much. Uh, been brilliant. Cheers, mate. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was Mr. Ed Roberts. Lanky legs keeps running. And I think that tiny legs always injured is still with me, although he seems to be clanging and banging around in the background. Matt, did you did, did you listen to that interview or did you get distracted? I, I got distracted and I listened to it and I got distracted some more. Standard. Standard. So what did you think of your opposite? <laughs> like you said, total opposite to me. He, he runs and I don't. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, was th- I was thinking more tall, dark and handsome, whereas you're small, furry and mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> was, that, was that meant to be Chewbacca? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, he's a Wookiee, you're an Ewok. All right, I didn't, didn't realise there was a difference. No, different species, mate, completely different planets. Oh. Uh, one, <laughs> one is a badass warrior race of almost behemoth like Yeti type creatures, one are little furry puppets, and you are <laughs> firmly. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, Ed, enjoyed it. Good guy. What do, you watch, uh, what do you think about that challenge he's doing? Yeah. I mean, that, like I said, I got, I got distracted, so I'm not too, too sure about the challenge. So, he's so doing. you don't know what challenge he's doing? Wonderful. Right. Well, go back <laughs> to your homework. We'll talk about it later. Yep. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, should dear. we save your blushes and introduce some other people? Yes, in yes please. Yes. Please. Uh, here's a question, Matt. You've been ducking out of this uh, this segment for quite a while. Um Theme tunes, Ben and Emma theme tune, Statman John theme tune. Have you worked on anything? You've had eight weeks <laughs> last time I embarrassed you. So, so plenty of time, I imagine, to have um, to have rectified the issue and to have really thought of something amazing. Yeah. Uh, what? 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 I, I sorry, Isaac shouting me. I'm gonna have to go. Right. Okay. Go away. <laughs> You're so shit. Uh, ben, Emma. Save us from this absolute mud fest of a situation. Uh, how are you guys? You all right? Good to have you back. Yeah, good. Thank you. Yeah, very good. disappointed we haven't got a theme tune, but you know. I, I do apologise. I'm sorry. Good to, good to speak to you again. Uh, it's been a while. You've got one week, Matt. 
by next week, I expect something mega. That that's why it's taking you so long and why it's not ready. Yeah, that's, this is. I just don't want to reveal it too soon. I don't want to peak too early, you see. So I'll save it for the final week. I was going okay. to say he won't he won't be on next week. He's on late. <laughs> oh dear. I'll record one specially. Will you yeah. get me guitar art and everything? Oh my god, I've I've seen your guitar. It's not been tuned <laughs> since 1974. So I'm really excited about that. <laughs> Uh, it's only got two strings and they're both G. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe. I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, ben, Emma, uh, how are we feeling about the partnering league? It's it's drawing to a close soon. I know, I know. It's disappointing. Um, I mean, we've loved it. I mean, looking back the other night, I was thinking with partnering cup and partnering league, We've had we've had something exciting revolving around Parkrun and and the family for the last six months now. Mm. Um, it's been ongoing for six months, so for it to come to an end in just a fortnight's time, not even a fortnight, about ten days time, I don't know, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to be bored. Not I know no stats no, and... no spreadsheets to make. No no. I, what what are we going to do? We'll think of something to keep you busy in time for Series 8, I'm sure. Um, should we uh, should we get on with it? We've got loads to get through, and these things do have a tendency to get away from us, especially when Matt's in the background to make fun of. So, uh, time to introduce the real main event of the show. The numero uno, the head honcho, my little soldier. Statman John, are you there? Hello, lads. Nothing little about me, let me tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, SMJ, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. I've got a uh, bit of a sore throat, that's all. Oh, what? why have you got a sore throat? Oh, my uh, my date, she smoked, so I tried to uh, impress her. I smoking too, I'll credit every decision I ever made. Oh, right. <laughs> still, 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 still on the hunt for love then, are you, sir? Yes, yes, I'm still out there. Hold on to your ladies. Didn't know where that was going. Right. <laughs> <laughs> were you trying to warn ben that he needs to keep emma close because you're still on the market is that what it was that man job that was and emma may i say your hair i can see you right now you look wonderful thank oh. you thank you for letting me have a back stat man that's all right that's all right lad once a month <laughs> <laughs> That's more she can bear, to be fair. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Right, Statman John, so um, is there any more news to tell us about this this smoking date, or is that it for today? Uh, no, yeah, I will. Just a little bit. She wasn't that interested, I'll be honest. Um, have you heard of Zoe Ball? Yeah, yeah, I'm aware of Zoe Ball. 90s sensation Zoe Ball. Yes, well, she asked me if I wanted to um, go banging, so of course I said yes. <laughs> um, I turned up full and ready, and uh, it was a banging race of old banners. Bloody hell, I've got the wrong impression. <laughs> I turned up full and ready. <laughs> You're right. Oh, Matt, say that man, John. Yeah, who's Matt? Have I ever met him before? I haven't. <laughs> He is, I, he, I believe you have met him before, that man. I'm joking, my little lad. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I have missed you a little bit, let's be honest. Mm. You uh, you had to put up with um, 
Uh, I was going to say you had to put up with Jack, but you didn't, did you? You weren't on that segment. Let's move on from that because I'm at risk of killing the magic. Uh, Statman John, uh, any other fun stories to tell us or are we ready to get on with it? Oh, sorry. Yeah, just quick. I got uh, carried away. So we, uh, Zoe Ball, bit boring, smokes. We've got some hot dogs. I had my sort of tomato. She asked for tartar sauce. I ran. That was the warning. That's all I needed. Who puts that on there? Um, as I was on my way here, I locked eyes with at Dirt Monkey seventy three, who was banging in the open air public, filthy animal. <laughs> I don't think Lynn will be very impressed with that. Uh, no, I don't think Lynn would be very impressed with that. I don't equally think she'd be very surprised. Uh, I mean, it, Nick Nick has that in him, doesn't he? Uh, Right, okay, so, but, uh, but Nick, Nick's an old friend, though, isn't he, SMJ? Did you not stop for a chat? No, of course I didn't. You've heard, he's got one of the biggest spines I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, I wasn't going to get involved with that happening. <laughs> big spine. He has got a big spine, hasn't he, bless you. Mm. Uh, some, some, some men are just blessed, Statman John, some men are just blessed. Not yes, me and, not, not, not me and you, eh, Matt? He's, oh, he's, awkward silence. He's on mute. And <laughs> My God, that was painful. And it was painful, especially guys listening who don't have the, the benefit of watching what's going on. Because not only was he on mute, he came off mute, decided he didn't have an answer for me and just put himself back on mute, which made it an even longer, more painstaking endeavor. Matt, are you, what are you doing? Nope, he's still on mute. Right, okay. <laughs> well, well, you're, you're I, dead. I thought I was off mute. I was, laugh, I was laughing the whole way through that. Then you asked me the question, and I said I'm adulting, and I can't even adult by pressing the fucking mute button. You are a moron. You're back on mute. You've lost talking privilege. This is why I don't bother with this. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't know why I give you chance after chance after chance. And every time you disappoint me, go away. Uh, right, Statman John, Statman Ben, Statman Corner, hit us! Okay. <laughs> I thought there was something else coming then. I was doing full map mode then. <laughs> that was that was a worse fucking pause than mine. Yeah, uh, fair uh, I'll take it. No, to, to be fair though, can we just point out, if, if Ben has the odd uncomfortable pause uh, that leads to a slight issue in the quality of the recording, Ben has what's called banked points. And those banked points, Matt, come from the fact that he turns up every week to record, whereas you, sir, have no banked points. Understood? I'll, I'll go back on you. Yeah. Nil point. Thank you. Statman John, Statman Ben, Statman Corner. Let's go. Let's go. So, as always, we are starting with all-time PBs, and there were two this week. And one is the very regular one. Um, I think he's I think he's had a shout out regarding uh, PB or close to PB for a few weeks now. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, just checking back here now. So, Mr. Sean Baxter. Amazing. He's doing great, isn't he? He's in scintillating form at the minute. Um, he again has PB'd and he's gone under 19 minutes. So it was a huge PB by about 20 seconds, which over 5K is, is a big time. Mm. Um, and then there was one other, Rob, and you should know this one. There was, there was indeed. It was someone on my team. <laughs> Come on, Robbie. It was Lisa. It was Lisa, wasn't it? Lisa Cooper. It there was. you go. 
I get confused. There's just so many beautiful women in my team. Sometimes my head gets turned around a little bit and I can never remember which one it is that's talking to me. Uh, but it, it was it was Lisa. Wow, bless Sammy. I feel so sorry for her sometimes. I'd, I'd feel sorry for her as well. I'd feel more sorry for her if she actually <laughs> contributed to my team's total over the last 10 weeks. Ooh. But we are carry- we're carrying her like Matt's team's carrying Matt. Do you want to know the stats for your team? Gosh. Go on. Um, oh no, I'm not. I'm not actually on that page, but I'm. I'm working my way to it. Sammy, 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 where are we? Cirque de sore legs. Sammy is the fifth highest point scorer in your team. Is she? That's not, oh, yeah, well. that's not bad. Maybe I'm. Uh, maybe I'm treating her too harshly. Maybe you are. I'll. I'll let her out from under the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so yes all-time pbs lisa cooper and sean baxter amazing Again. amazing job you two statman job what else have lisa and sean achieved this week well uh old lisa and Baxi, uh they both befriended a blade of grass and have slept every night with it on their pillow <laughs> oh, good sentimental value sentimental value um ben what's next um, close to PB within 15 seconds was um, our very own sexy sign seeker, Mrs. Diane Brander, well, who put a I. solid effort in, and I think it was what all of about two seconds off her all-time wow. PB. So that was cool. a mega run. That was massive and uh, points, decent points for our team. So we were proud of that, and we're proud of her. Yep. So, good. Great work. And uh, Statman John, Di, what did what else did Di do this week? Well, would you believe it? She got herself a world record for having continuous gas for 47 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Congratulations. <laughs> Let's hope that clears up soon. Ooh, that might have propelled her along, mightn't it? Um, excellent. <laughs> Uh, Ben, what else happened? <laughs> right, so on to the next stat, which is the same position two weeks in a row stats. Um, and disappointingly, can I say that? Am I allowed to say that? Disappointingly, we had two from Team West Coast. Oh, the absolute, they're, they're like the uh, Manchester City of the Parkrun League. They just don't stop, do they? Don't slow down. Don't drop points. Relentless. Absolutely relentless. Um, so from Team West Coast, we had Wayne coming in 50th position again. He's done, he's done that a couple of is, is he position bingoed a few times in lower positions? In well, lower, higher, whatever number of way round you want to look at it, he has, yes. Yeah, amazing. Uh, well done, mate. I think I think we need to get ourselves over to Blackpool Park Run next week and uh, see what's what. See what's crackalacking there because he seems to be he seems to be doing all right there. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, so sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. So Wayne was one of our position bingoers. Who else? And the second one was Mr. Gareth Davis. Coming in sixteenth position, which again, it's it's a good one, it's a good effort. Yeah, I mean, true. next up is is me. Oh, um, you position in, bingoed again, again, yeah, fifteenth for me. So that's the, that's my third time. That's my third attempt. Wayne's had three now, I believe. 
Um, so he's still got an opportunity. Um, and lastly, we have Mr. Michael Slack from your team. Slacky coming in first place yet again at Barnsley Park Run. He's an amazing one, isn't he? Mo- uh, obviously coached and motivated by you, Matt, wasn't he? Obviously, yeah. I shouted him on and cheered him round. Yeah. Did you Did you even know he'd PB'd? It, did you, sorry, yes, I did. Away I did. Bingo, you did. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yes, it's in our group chat. Yep. Yeah, you contribute. I'm surprised you're even in your group chat, if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah, same. It's probably on mute, to be fair. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Who, what else did our position bingoers do this week, SMJ? So, Wayne, Ben, Slacky, and uh, Big G, they together licked the kneecap of all left handed Scottish men. Congratulations. <laughs> We're just Scottish men, right? Man, mm. I didn't know you had a thing for the Scottish accent. I, I, I didn't realise he was Scottish. He didn't say much. Right. <laughs> he was he was, in, he was just in shock at being licked, wasn't? He? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just picked him up off the street. And just... <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. Um, what's next, Ben? Okay, so the next one is a shout out to a whole team. Mm-hmm. Which is for every participant, everybody in their team got all the challenge points this week. Brilliant. So big points for their team. So that's a massive shout out to Cirque du Sore Legs for for going out and getting uh, five points for for taking a purple sign picture. And most of them were at the same park run. Was it Cirque Do Better Than Them, not Cirque du Sore Legs? Cirque Do Better, sorry. That's all right. I was, I, I was thinking somehow... I've managed to, to to finagle my way oh, into no. challenge points, but I, di- I didn't do it because my we didn't have a purple sign at mine. You sabotaged one of our teammates with that this week. No, you he meant- sabotaged. It was his decision. I he said, should we go to Poolsbrook where there's a purple sign? And then we found out the purple sign's been robbed from Poolsbrook. And then I- there was just a bit of um, panic and then he wanted Fibonacci. So I just... He, 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 he had the car, so I just go where I'm driven. <laughs> he told us a different story and said you forced him to go to a place without a purple sign. He's, he's a liar. Why would I do that when my only goal is to beat Matt's team? Well, we'll come to that in a bit. Mm, absolutely. OK, SM, uh, SMJ, what else did Sir do better than them get up to? Uh, they oh, all together at the same time, they sneezed from their right ear. It was fantastic. Well done, man. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, ben, what's next? Right, and last but not least, always my favourite one, is the volunteers for the week. Mm-hmm. And we now stand with the 32 participants volunteering this week. Mm-hmm. We now stand with a running total of 277 volunteers. Wow. So well past well 250. And uh, and getting close to that magic 300 number, aren't we? With uh, with two weeks to go. Definitely, we're gonna hit that. We are definitely gonna hit 300, which is which will average 30 a week. Yeah, which is massive. Well, it is, isn't it? It's really good. Yeah, well done, everyone. Great work, um, <laughs> including me and Matt. We we volunteered, didn't we, Matt? Sorry, I just click off mute again. Yes, we did. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy pottering about doing kids, kids stuff and uh, cooking teas and emptying bins and no adulting. You're killing me. <laughs> Make the change. 
You're killing me. SMJ, what yes, else? Did, go, be, Matt, you didn't talk when I asked you to talk, and now you're talking over me. Last chance, back on mute. Statman John, what else did our volunteers do? A wonderful moment to watch. They taught a bird to fly without using its wings. <laughs> but, but how did it fly without using its wings? It used its neck. Oh, oh, you done it. You done it. You were one of them. I should remember, shouldn't I? I was one of them. Uh, yeah. yeah, brilliant. Yeah, okay, great. Uh, so, SMJ, uh, SM Ben, thank you very much for uh, uh, Statman Corner. Uh, but obviously, we need to get on to the important stuff now, and we are running well over on time. Um, so, the only one who has any uh, timekeeping abilities coming in, so it should be okay. Emma, lovely to have you back. Uh, can we get some league results for this week, please? Sure. So we'll go straight in with the individual stats. Mm-hmm. In, although Ben's now far from we'll the laptop. Well, it's too late now. I'm starting with the individual stats. She's mixing it up, Ben. It's week <sighs> ten. We're, 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 we're just keeping it fresh. Keeping people guessing. Anyway, in fifth place, joint fifth place, is Matt we've got Taylor. Ben. No, okay. Matt Taylor, come on. We've got Ben, and we've got Slacky. Mike Slack with 76 points. Good job, you two. Flying the flag for Sheffield. And Barnsley. Very close. Oh. Barnsley, yeah. Very close around these uh, these few. So in fourth place, Carl Barnes has got 77 points. Mm-hmm. That is close. Then in third place, with 78 points, we've got Wayne Bolger. Mm-hmm. In second place is Sean Baxter with 82 points. Wow. And then, of course, top of the table is Darren McSweeney with 91 points. But that's not as big a lead as it was a few weeks ago, is it? Exactly. So if I think Sean can get another position. Uh, yeah, he's got one left that he can get. So he, if he got that, plus he's participating, maybe volunteering. Just match Darren's points from now to the end, plus a position bingo. Oh, it could get, get tasty. Mm. It could, it could. Very good. Wayne, Wayne's the same. If Wayne, if Wayne gets his final one and rocks out a PB one week, and then he could, he could carry on and go. But then again, if Darren just hits PBs for the next two weeks, it's all to play yeah. for. It's exciting stuff. Yeah, yeah, it is. It really is actually. Because we thought Darren had walked away with it, didn't we? And he has done amazing, and he's probably well deserving of the uh, the, the top goalscorer trophy. But if someone can make it interesting in the last few weeks, then all the better. Uh, right, let's hear, let's hear that table. Has Matt's team, most importantly, ever gained any traction on us? Mm, well, maybe. No. Ish, ish. No. Okay, no. no. All I needed to know. So, no surprise. Bottom of the table. Kyle is very, very proud of uh, how little they are doing. <laughs> in this um, Stoic Slammers. With 96 points. Yeah, not bothered in the slightest, are they? Bless them. No. But it's pretty, fun. <laughs> it's pretty funny. So well done, Stoic Slammers. Next team up, we've got Armageddon Tired with 189 points. That's that's not, your team, not, Matt. Just not bothered. <laughs> just not bothered. That, no, that's just you. The rest of your team, bless them, are trying dead hard to make up for your nonsense. <laughs> but so, 196, yeah? 189. Nine, <laughs> that wasn't even close. <laughs> Just making numbers up. Oh, 4,227. 
Emma. Like giving us some extra points, you <laughs> moron. Right, sorry, Emma, carry on. Right, next up, uh, this team have slid down the table a bit. So we've got Southern Gravy uh, with 208 oh. points. Okay. Uh, next, pretty close, Sector Sour Legs with 214 points. Well, we've gone up a place. We were in 10th last week, weren't we? We were in 9th now. No, you were not last week and now you're eight. Oh, that's what I meant. But it's still an improvement. Second, we're t- we're yeah. taking it. We're taking it. <laughs> then we've got quite a big gap. So oh. next up, we've got Watsy occurring with 257 points. And then very closely above them, Cirque de Better Than You, we've got 258 points. Mm-hmm. So a point in that one. Very then above them, we've got the Beasts from the Southeast with 270 points. Team Awkward are in fourth place with 281 points. And in third, we've got Weirdness with 290. And then another big gap, second place, best team, should be top of the table, but they're not. Sexy Sign Seekers. Second is the new first. Second (laughs) is the new first, yep, good. Except except it's not, because who's first? Yeah. (laughs) So we... Our team, we've got 338 points, but still with a massive gap at the top of the table. Gap of 85 points. We've got Jeez. West Coast with 423 points. You can't beat them down. You can't stop them. No. And then you stop that and, you know, the rest of them just keep storming on. So. I, I, I still stand by my whack-a-mole analogy. <laughs> Darren loves that. Yeah. He does. He does love it, uh, and a huge well done to them. They've taken it really so It was when Darren put on his um, Instagram the other day that he keeps his own spreadsheet to cross-check your spreadsheet to make sure you're doing it right. That's a level of commitment. That Matt, do you even know how many points you've got this week? <laughs> no, I forgot. No, no. <laughs> no exactly. I even forgot the total. What were it? 196. I said the last time. No. 180. <laughs> And that's the difference. That's the difference. There's commitment and there's math. Um, Matt, you know what your points total is for the entire league so far? Go on. So to put it into perspective, Darren's got 91 points. Mm. I've I've got 56. Do you want to know how many you've got? Uh, I guess 20? <laughs> no. <laughs> 13 points. <laughs> 13 points? Is that it? I'm sure yeah. I've volunteered at least 10 times. <laughs> Matt, you think you've volunteered every week since this challenge has started? Yeah. Yeah. Matt, <laughs> no. You've volunteered like three times at Junior Park Run. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe twice. Second bottom's the new first, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are awful. Really awful. Um, but well done. Um, okay, great. Thank you, Emma. Amazing update as always. The team to beat don't look like they can be beat, but still some room to manoeuvre. I think that my team just needs to uh, top top the bottom three, the bottom four or whatever it is, because I don't think we get any higher. But that's fine. As long as we beat Matt, then I am happy. Um, do we have a challenge, guys? Well, we do have a challenge. And this, is, this is legit, folks. Ben's words to me were... I'm not going to tell you what the challenge is before because I want to see if you'll get it on the podcast. So this could go horrendously, but we're going we're gonna to roll with it, aren't we, Ben? And we're going to make the magic happen. So what 
is this week's bonus challenge. Well, we are, we are, and I've, I, I teased it in the group this week that this week's challenge could change the whole table. Yeah. Top to bottom. There. Let me let me tease you with this one. One team could walk away this week with 144 points. Wow. One team could earn 144 points this week. Um. Now, let me explain how you could earn that 144 points. So we are for week nine of the challenge. What we wanted to do near the end of the competition was we wanted to see how everyone had progressed through the competition. Like we did in the cup, people were pulling out PBs. They were getting faster. Yep. So we wanted for week nine to introduce the week of the PBs. Okay. So that is the challenge for this week. Now, it comes with a little twist. So the idea for the week is now a lot of people aren't in shape, me being one of them. Um, but a lot of people are Sean Baxter and a few others who are, who are th- there or thereabouts. What we want to encourage this week is everybody to go out and attempt to get as close or beat their PB. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I'm yeah. just I'm just I'm just thinking about how hard it was for me to run on Saturday. Uh, and I was three minutes off my PB. So that's fine. That's fine. Continue. I'm not your target audience here. Continue. Okay, so so what we're doing now is to mix it up a little bit. What we've done is we've gone into all 11 teams. Yep. And we have listed them from highest scorer to lowest scorer. And then what we're doing is we're pitting all the highest scoring people from every team against each other. All the second highest scoring scoring people against each other, etc., etc. Okay. What happens is the 11 highest scorers from each team will go out and they will run. Whether they want to run it hard or not, that's up to them. But what we've done is I have a, I have a list in front of me, all grouped, all categorised, everybody's PB. This is their all-time parkrun PB written down. So, for instance, I will be facing this week, I'll be facing Darren, Cal Crombie-Fisher, Michael Slack, um, Amanda from Stoic Slammers, Sean Baxter, um, Jack Reveille, um, Neil Pacey um, from your team. I've got Laura Blackwell, I've got Carl Barnes and I've got Gary Ludwin. So what happens is we're all going to go out and then whether you run a PB or not, it doesn't matter. What we're going to do is we're going to work out who has broken it by the most and then point score downwards to whoever's furthest away i like it i like it so there's 11 teams there's 11 participants in each in each group there's eight groups obviously although group eight the lowest scorers from each league have got a chance of earning bigger points and boosting themselves up their tables because there's three teams with only seven participants in so there's actually only uh, eight people in group eight okay but what happens is Whoever is closest to or beats their PB by the most will receive 10 points. Wow. Second second place will get nine points. Third place, eight points all the way down. And whoever's the furthest off, unfortunately, they are going away with a whopping zero. Wow. So there is a zero pointer on offer. Um, can I can I just ask? Well, okay, so I'm getting zero points. <laughs> yeah, you're getting zero points. Um, what if, you, what if the people don't participate? 
if people don't participate then if if only eight people participate out of a possible 11 mm. then the lowest scoring points person will be two points so the and, furthest and it, away right. from their pp will get so two you you won't get like a default one point two point for just being like not finishing but your name starting with an, an A for example it's it's a zero if you don't play yeah 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 if you, if you, if you don't get a park run this week uh, then you're not going to get any points whatsoever and yeah that eradicates one person out so technically what I need is like Darren and Cal and Slacky and Amanda to all be really busy on Saturday yeah yeah I could have a nice easy run at pod at park run and I'll just walk away with 10 points there you go easy peasy easy Absolutely. peasy lemon squeezy uh, that's the plan um Ben are so, we going to be announcing on maybe Friday before it goes out who's in which bracket for a bit of banter or is it going to be secret no, 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 no. I'll I'll put something together and I'll put the groups into um into the um admin group thing and mm-hmm. they can share them amongst their groups so people will find out. I mean, if I get time tonight, I'll do it tonight. Um, but yeah, everybody will get it. Um, I'm not going to put PBs in there, people's PBs in there. I'm just going to put the name of everybody from yeah. every team: group one, group two, group three, group four, etc. Um, and yeah, so if listen, if only two people take part, then you're either going to get ten or nine points. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's worth it's worth going regardless, isn't it? Yeah. So although I teased and said you can get 144 points for one team, which you can, if everybody in your team, all eight people, win their groups, that's 80 points. What we're also doing is if somebody does PB, we're going to give them their five points as well. For the ah, people. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's 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 extra incentive. Isn't there? That's right. Get the forty PB. points. Yeah, you're gonna get your point for going to park run. So again, that takes you up to 128. And if everybody goes to junior park run on Sunday and volunteers and gets another two points, that's another 16 on top of the 126. Big, so. big, big points on offer, aren't they? Okay. Yeah. I you love should. it. Yeah, it's great. It, it's a complex one, but it's a good one and explained very well, sir. I don't know why I ever doubted you. Brilliant. Well done. Thanks. Thank you. Um, excellent. Right, that's amazing. Uh, and we are a little bit over, so we're going to wrap up nice and quickly. But uh, Ben, Emma, thank you so much, as always, for your company. Uh, looking forward to this week's challenge. Hopefully making a bit of a difference to the table. Uh, Matt, we're going to do a roll call in a minute. Are you around still? Have you disappeared? Are you doing I heard some screaming in the background. Are the kids OK? What's going on? Uh, yes, yes and no, in that order. Whatever you ask. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god right statman john save us in this segment any what what t- tell us some words of wisdom to leave us with matt go back on mute um my words of wisdom this week is simple it is if your name is matthew taylor <laughs> you just got shh that puts you in the same bracket as jack penfold how does that feel? i'm distraught I feel sorry for tall Matt Taylor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What about tall Matt Taylor, SMJ? Does he have to shh? No, he gets like a shh, like comforting, uh, put him to sleep, stroke his hair and shush him. <laughs> <laughs> you want to. Uh, right, should we get over and do a roll call, Matt? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, I said, shut up. <laughs> Right, mighty boy.
Oh. It's time for you to hit me with a roll call, baby. Before we do, I think we need to I need to talk about Ed's challenge because I totally forgot. I didn't have time to listen to it, do I? Oh, are you going to uh, redeem yourself now? I'm going to redeem myself, yeah. Um, basically, stuff running 100 miles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is, that, is, is that what you... Just yeah, no. Basically, yeah, that was, that was a big build-up for you to basically be like, it's a stupid idea. <laughs> Stupid idea. Good, good charity to do it for, but uh, but stupid idea. Yeah. yeah and and I, heard also, I, I also heard in the conversation that we should play semi-pro um, football. So uh, mm. Ed, this year about on the uh, end, of, end, of, end of July. Are you trying? Uh, are you trying to bag players? Fancy playing for a, a little side called Mattlesfield Town, then uh, head a over little, to uh, Yorkshire. A little side of a little captain. <laughs> uh, yeah. Very good. Very yeah. good, yeah. Um, right then, yeah, we did a roll call, dude. All right, partner, you know what time it is. Keep roll calling, baby. Keep roll calling, 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 calling. What? And it's a little, it's another short one this week. We, I don't know whether mm. roll calls maybe run its course. Maybe we should do mm. a little, maybe we should call for a little bit of feedback because we yeah. do still get the odd one and it's nice to do the shout outs, but we certainly don't get as many as we used to. I don't know whether that's just because there's not a lot of races going on or mm. um, whether people have just, I don't know, got a bit bored of it. We'll, we'll, well, I think end of this series, we'll maybe put the feelers out to see if we, if we need to mix it up or do something different. But for now, Matt, who are we shouting out? Who smashed it this week? Uh, so Paul uh, Road to London, our very own Paul is shouting out Neil uh, Neil Marshall for smashing out a new PB at the Great North uh, 10K at the weekend. Despite everything that's going off in, in Neil's life at the minute, he's, he's running some great times and stuff. So yeah, well done, Neil. Yep, amazing work, Neil. Uh, also thinking of you, buddy. Uh, Rob Corns has done a big uh, a round of shout outs for. Um, uh, Amy for completing mm. the Tour de Merseyside. Yeah, it was great seeing uh, uh, all Amy's stories over the last week or so. Tour de Merseyside's really cool concept, isn't it? How they just have a different race. It's like every night, isn't it? Over the course of like 10 days. Um, very cool. Uh, so well done to her. Uh, to Stacey for knocking out a cool 50 miles at Endure 24. Um, we uh, we like the look of Endure 24, don't we? We were talking mm. about that uh, in the week. Maybe we should have talked about that at the start of the show. It's a pretty big event. Um mm. A little bit of controversy in there as well, but we'll keep our noses out of that one. Um, and, uh, and Nadine as well for doing a 3.8k open water swim. 3.8 kilometres is a long way to swim, isn't it? Yeah. What's that? Is that about two miles, is it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, two yeah. miles. Two miles. No, a little bit more than. A little bit more than. Wow. Yeah, two and a half. Mad, isn't it? Um, but well done to Nadine. Absolutely smashed it. Uh, I don't know why yeah. why you do that. Why you don't want to be in the open water for that amount of time. But anyway, there you go. Well done. Uh, amazing work. And thank you, Rob, for shouting out your team. Witness, pals. Yes, awesome stuff. Uh, done witness. D- done witness. Yes, done wit- uh, witness. Why, why are I finding it hard to say that? He's got a couple of shout outs. Uh, sh- yes, yeah. I didn't want to say his proper name because it just keeps getting points on it. He doesn't get yeah. points for every like he's not Beetlejuice. <laughs> Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> Don't one one be like, whoa, whoa, what have you just done? Are you mental? <laughs> oh shit. Matt, you you I I cannot believe you have just done that. You've just thrown caution to the wind. You're gonna yeah. die tonight. Oh cheers. <laughs> Beetle, Beetlejuice is going to be in your house tonight. Cool. Can't wait. It looks like a party in that. <laughs> no, mate. Mate. Beetle, 
I can't believe you just done that. That's like my childhood, like right? You did, and he did it no, no, so nonchalantly I'm as well. So blasé about it. There's, I think there's a lot of 80s, 90s kids who really in unison, sharp intake of breath, where you just throw three uninterrupted Beetlejuices out there. Oh my god! Ah, you know what? Just like you said. We live like by the seat of our pants, I think is what we said at the beginning of this. Oh, just, I just, just as long as he knows that I had nothing to do with it. I'm not party to this. <laughs> this is between you and Beetlejuice. Right, go. <laughs> Continue. Oh, yeah. So Dar- Darren's shouting out Sean Baxter. Awesome. I can't believe he said the Beetlejuice three times. <laughs> He's also shouting out Becky Smith completing the six race tour of Merseyside. So, yes, another another awesome one doing the, the Merseyside tour. Amazing, yes, yes, great, great work. And uh, Gary Ludwin uh, shouting out uh, and saying a big thank you to the Bogner crew. We love the Bogner crew, the Tone Zone posse, uh, for making he and Chloe feel very welcome on his visit down south um, over the weekend. We did have another one as well. It was sent in. It was a big long one. Yes, I can go through this. So it's another team witness. It might be a couple of duplicated. In fact, it is a lot of duplicated. Um, but she just reiterated basically what Rob Corn said. Uh, she said she wanted to shout out a few of her Team Weirdness uh, squad who smashed out some loads of non-part run challenges. So Amy, of course, toured the Merseyside, 52 miles over six events in a week. That's what I was trying to say, but she's put it so much more eloquently. Uh, got a new half PB in the process, so well done. She smashed it. Uh, Stacey, of course, we already mentioned Endure 24, uh, mm-hmm. got 50 miles out, uh, pulled out the bag of her. And Nadine, of course, with her 3.8k open swim. She agrees with me. It was absolute madness. She said she felt tired listening to all they achieved whilst I did nothing. And we've also already mentioned him once today, but Claire wanted to shout out Huge well done to Mr. Neil Marshall uh, for his 10k PB. Mr. Consistent, keep showing up even in the toughest of times. So I'm so pleased he bagged himself a PB. We echo that and put much better than we could, Claire. So thank you very much. Yes, yes. And I just want to shout out Claire Forsyth as well, who smashed and jaw as well. She, she, she had a good, good race the weekend. So yeah. She did, yeah. Amazing work, Claire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, loads. Of, uh, uh, oh, I'll tell you what. Can I, t- I want to throw one in as well from me. Uh, a big shout out to um, a X series. Was it last series? Series six, series five guest? Uh, Josh, Josh Birch. Yes. Um, who has been going through a really tough time at the moment and um, uh, has turned it round into something positive um, and is endeavouring on a new venture, uh, which is his It's OK to Run Club, uh, based in Leeds. Uh, There's a couple of parts to it. And the first thing is that he's trying to organise a social run. Social run. I don't know what happens. I'm a bit strong Connery then. Um, a social run uh, in the Leeds area um, for anybody who might be feeling a bit lonely, who wants to get into running, wants to make some pals, wants to have a chat. It's all very much linked to mental health. We all know that Josh has been on his own uh, journey and fought his own battles there. Um, so amazing. He did the first one last night uh, on Tuesday night. Uh, he ran on his own. He didn't have, there wasn't anybody signed up yet, um, but he went out and he flew the flag and he represented. So if you are out in the Leeds area, please do hit Josh up. Um, I uh, you'll have a great time going out and having a chat with him and uh, a fun run. Uh, no expectations or anything like that. Um, 
And he's also starting a podcast, which is amazing. Um, Focused very much on uh, mental health and people's journeys and their coping mechanisms. So people uh, running will be a part of it, but also people maybe who have other um, coping strategies and things they use to uh, to, to help them with their mental health and, and on their own mental health journey. So um, we had a little chat about it last week and uh, it sounds really exciting. So looking forward to hearing uh, Josh drop that. So check out It's OK to Run Club uh, on Instagram. Find out a little bit more and uh, see how you can uh, follow get involved and support josh on his journey we're a big fan of him and uh and looking forward to see big things coming from him so good luck josh and we're very proud of you awesome awesome stuff and that is the roll call Matthias. oh yes well done everybody awesome running and uh awesome just, just awesome all around human beings Human boings. Uh, love it. Um, right, okay, cool. So that is pretty much us done. Have we got some thank yous for this week, Matty? Yeah, thank you to Graham Lindley. We've not done that one for a while, have we? You've not. You've really got into that, haven't you? Top notch. Top notch. Yeah. I thought you might do it a bit more metal with um, Stranger Things and uh, Master of Puppets being a big talking point at the moment. It might get to number one on the back of uh, the finale of Stranger Things. Could have been a real metal version. <laughs> Uh, I've, not, I've, not, I've, not, I've not seen Stranger Things or that other one you've mentioned. Uh, you should, you should, because it's amazing. Okay. But you don't, what, you don't know. Wait, wait, hang on. That other thing you're mentioning, you mean Metallica? Oh, is that what you mentioned? I, I didn't say Metallica. You stop listening. Yeah, no. In Stranger Things, right. something happens. I won't ruin it for anyone who's not seen it, but it involves Master of Puppets by Metallica, which ah. they reckon now is going to go to number one on the back of it because it was such a cool scene. There you go. Okay, which there is you. why I was saying we could do it in a metal style. You don't listen to me at all, do you? I do, but I just didn't get what you're on about. I just nodded and said, yeah. Mm, little noddy dog. Just, that's just how our relationship works. <laughs> yeah, you smile and wave, boys. <laughs> smile and wave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that from? Is that off uh, Monsters Inc., that? No, it's Madagascar, you divvy. It's the penguins. Oh, it is the penguins, yes. That is. <laughs> best, the, the best characters. Oh, I don't know, actually. King Julie's pretty good. No, I like <laughs> the penguins. The penguins are the best. Mm. Penguins are the best. Right, continue. Yes, uh, thank you to Graham and Left Super Awesome Theme Music. Thank you to Ed Roberts for coming on and joining us for the chat this week. Ben and Emma, uh, thank you to Statman John. Um, well, not thank Jack, because I don't think he's edited it this week. Uh, no, we, no, 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 no. Let's be fair to Jack. He did want to. We just refused to record until two hours before it had to go out, which really yeah. didn't give him the opportunity to edit. So I'm doing it by default, but it's our fault. He was very keen to edit and very keen to help out this week, but we really left him in the lurch. So that's why. But thank you, Jack. We do love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, newsletter guys thank you to them uh, Paul Walter London Claire Running Moment Nick Finney Dirt Monkey and uh, Jamie at 3D Jamie for all the newsletter stuff that they produce hey, hey. Uh, find us on our website whatthefartlike.com uh, email us at whatthefartlikepodcast at gmail.com find us on Instagram Twitter Facebook YouTube TikTok uh, search what the fart like you'll find us everywhere Ooh, that was the most seamless you've ever done it. It's a shame I didn't prompt you or ask you to give me that information. You just did it. Because I know it will come in, so I'm, just, I'm, I'm getting used to this presenting block. Mm. Very good. So I took your seven series. 
proud of you. Proud of you. Do you want to know who we've got on as a guest next week? Yes, please. We are drawing to a close, aren't we, this series? We've only got mm. two left. Two left. We've got two good ones, though. Um, and we're keeping it in the family this week. Uh, keeping it OG. Uh, on the back of a very, very impressive uh, ultra run along the wall. The wall. The wall. Sounds like a gladiator's event, doesn't it? Mm. Um, but I assure you, it is much, much more difficult. Um, and raising money for our charity of the year run for your mind. Uh, Mr. Paul Griffiths is joining us. Yes. Um, it, it, really great one. Um, put, it, I'll, I'll be dead honest with you, and Paul knows this, so it's not a... It's not like a, a, a hidden thing and it's and it's not meant to kind of, I don't know, devalue um, uh, the, the chat at all. But we, we had a dropout. Right. Paul, Paul wasn't going to be on this series. Right. And we had a, we had a dropout and um, we were thinking, oh, what are we going to what are we going to do to fill it? And Paul had just done his challenge and he and, you know, so we so JP reached out to him and was like, do you want to have a chat with Rob about this? Mm-hmm. And uh, he was a little bit nervous about it, and uh, but he wasn't quite sure if he could tell his story. But I tell you what, mate, recorded it last week, and maybe I'm biased because Paul's a friend. Yes. It's one of my absolute favourites I've ever done. Mm, really? Honestly, yeah. And we've had some good ones. It there's there's so much more to Paul's journey. Um, his battle with mental health, his journey into running, um, uh, the stuff he's been through, um, yeah. that the, the the adversity he's been through and overcome. Uh, oh, just a diamond geezer. Really, and yeah. it's far too. It's, it looks far too healthy and good looking for a man of his age. Makes me feel fat and old. Um, <laughs> uh, despite the fact that I'm about 15 years younger than him. Um, but he is a diamond geezer, and I'm so so happy that fate kind of gave us the opportunity to get him on the show because I yeah. think you guys are going to absolutely love this one because yeah. I did. I uh, yeah, I'm getting a little bit emotional thinking about it because I really really I enjoyed it. You- I think, like I say, he's a nice geezer, nice geezer, a nice guy. I've heard stories of people where he's been contacted people and had chats mm. with people. And, uh, yeah. yeah, nothing but praise for Paul. Yeah, top, top bloke and well-deserving of his own spotlight on the podcast. And I know he's a... He's a he's a friend of the show. He's a big supporter of the show, and it, it was it was our honour and our privilege to be able to um to to give him that spotlight and maybe give a little back to him um and hopefully a little bit of a platform for people to uh, make a donation to Run for Your Mind because that that's still still ongoing. Um, speaking of Run for Your Mind, <clears throat> Tiny Tim, um, uh, we are getting very close to our uh weekender, our charity yeah. weekender, raising money for Run for Your Mind. Um, we're going to be in Sheffield uh, having a charity Sheffield. football game. Sheffield doesn't quite work as well as weird. Sheffield, no, no, no. Yorkshire, Yorkshire, that one works better. Um, uh, uh, we're going to have a we're having a party afterwards. You know the drill by now. If you listen to the podcast, if you want to get involved, please <clears> let us know. Um, everybody is welcome. Um, but one other thing I wanted to mention is cheap plug. Me and JP are going to be back soon for the Football Pundit Imposter podcast. And as part of that, we do like to have a little dabble in uh, fan- football, fantasy football, Premier League. And uh, what we've decided to do this year is we- we've got our Premier League league table back where everyone takes everyone on that's free to play but what we have said is that if people do want to get involved uh, in a private league 
um, where there was a little bit of money at stake, uh, along with a big uh, donation. Uh, we're going to be donating a lot of the proceeds to Run For Your Mind and to the cause. Then you can do so by getting in touch. So if you fancy uh, getting involved in something like that, if that's your thing, uh, drop me a DM at Little Runner Boy Rob um, or the podcast uh, um, uh, Instagram. That's fine as well. Um, and, uh, and I'll give you a bit more information. But everyone is welcome. And if you can raise a bit of money for Run For Your Mind, we'd love to do that as well. Yeah. Yeah, awesome stuff. I, I, I'm in the uh, football fancy football uh, group chat, and I'll just I'll go gear a tenner, and I'll just do. It. I think Ben said it as well. I'll gear a tenner to fill out some forms or a, of a team that I want, and then never select anybody else. Never look at it again. And just, yes. and, just, and just give the money to to, to Ollie. Um, uh, no, and that's that. So uh, I think that's us done for today, isn't it? Dude, I was going to call yeah. you baby then. I changed it. I'd very nearly called it. Oh, that's nearly us done, isn't it, baby? And I was like, mm, I accept a- tiny dancer. Right? Yeah. Yorkshire, Yorkshire Ewok. Yeah. And uh, and Goit. So Goit. Yeah, Goit's my favourite one. Uh, that is that is sticking around after today. Um, you little Goit. Um, <laughs> I love a red dwarf reference. It was only after the the event when I was googling it. That I realise it's from Red Dwarf, but a little bit, <laughs> love it. They got great, great insults on Red Dwarf, didn't they? Smaghead, goit. Smaghead. I think. <laughs> Smaghead. Smaghead was a good one, wasn't it? Um, good, good. And on that oh. note, Matt, I think it's time for us just to. Uh, work we'll give you a follow if they want to give you a. Follow. They can find me at Matty Owls if they so wish. And I'm sure they will wish, sir. A man of many names. Matty Owls is the important one to find what he is up to um, and I've already given you my now a little run boy Rob please do give us a follow please check out the podcast please let us know what you think of the show let us know who you might want to have on a get as a guest in the future we're always uh, keeping our eyes peeled to tell some more stories of our extraordinary ordinaries um, if there's any that we've missed that you think would be amazing then do please come and tell us we'd love to hear your feedback we'd love to hear your input and your insight be a part of our Fart Like family um, we've got WhatsApp groups we've got events meetups not just the uh, meetup at the end of July We've got big, big things planned for the coming months and the coming year. So uh, get involved. Be a part of our family. We would love to have you. Everyone is welcome. Uh, Nothing else for me to say, baby, except uh, may your runs continue to be wonderful. Um, Be excellent to each other. Be kind or just go exist somewhere else, frankly. Uh, We love you lots and uh, we will see you next week, hopefully with a slightly more timely planned uh, recording schedule. What do you reckon, Matt? We, we, We can't guarantee that. Absolutely, we can't. You're a nice next week. It's going to be even worse. Uh, right, say goodbye, Matt. Goodbye, Matt. And then, you know, dance monkey. Kaka. I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah, you are. What's going to happen, you see, is I know you and um, you do not have it in you to defy me. So what you're going to do is you're going to try and be stubborn and stroppy and we're going to have a bow four to five seconds of uncomfortable silence and then you're going to buckle and do a kaka. You ready? It's not rapping. <sighs> <sighs> Good monkey. <laughs>